The table is set. The world is ready. All work is done. So what now? Now it's time to welcome him in. Hi, I'm Rifki, and you are listening to Olive All Over, where we learn to live Geula now. This week's Sicha summary is dedicated in honor of Brachachaya Bas Rachel Orli. May she have all the Brachais that she wants and needs and in her life in a revealed and good way with the coming of Mashiach right now. So, in this week's Parsha, we are going to be saying at the end of the entire reading, Chazak, Chazak, Vinis Chazik. Be strong, be strong, and let us be strengthened. If you think about it, we're in an interesting kind of time period. We're in the times of the three weeks. The destruction of the Beis HaMikdash is coming up. And Imrit Hashem, it will not happen because Mashiach is coming today. So it's kind of a time that seemingly seems like not necessarily the most exciting time. Why are we sticking in this Chazak, Chazak, Venis Chazak? The point that the entire Shabbos is called Shabbos Chazak. It's the Shabbos of strength. So we really have to see how this parsha that we're finishing, the Sefer, Sefer Revi, number four, is connected to the three weeks. So in this week, we read both parshas, Matais and Mase. And Matais means like a staff which shows on like strength, unlike Mase, which shows on, which means journeying, which shows on weakness and non-stability. This year they're connected, but some years they're actually read separately. And we will say Chazak after Mase, which means that the strength really connects to Parsha's Mase, the Parsha of traveling, which would seemingly sound more appropriate to say it after Mates. So let's see how this works together. So being that we are in Parsha's Chazak, what is a Chazaka? A Chazaka is the number three. When something is done three times, it's a Chazaka. And it shows on strength, even in the place of opposition. So the number one would show on like only good, only Kedusha. Number two shows on like, okay, now we have a Machlekes. We have two people. And three, which is a Chazaka, shows on strength and power of Kedusha, even in a place where there is differences. So this strength that comes from a chazaka, from the number three, despite the fact that there might be differences, there's two kinds. Number one, there could be the strength that comes from above, from the unlimited light of Hashem and Kedusha, and it's so powerful that it blinds everything and it pushes away the darkness. The second kind of strength comes from the tachtain, from below, from our avayda being done in such a strong way that it negates the enemy and transforms it into Kedusha. So these two approaches are reflected in the two parshies that we find ourselves in. Matais, we know, is Maisha conveying Hashem's command to the leaders of the Shvatim, and this shows on strength that comes from above. In contrast, Parshas Mase describes the journeys of the Yidin as he left Mitzrayim, which is a process of going up from below, showing how through the different circumstances that they were, they elevated themselves to be able to come into Eretz Yisrael. And the ultimate is not to have these two levels separately, rather to have them both together. We want the strength of Matais, the unlimited light from above, to connect with the Masi, with the journeys and the Avaida from below. And the way to bring these two opposite parts together is through revealing something that's above 
them both. So we see this connection of the above and below from the fact that we're finishing the fourth Sefer of the Torah. Yes, we say Chazak, and yes, the number three shows on strength. However, number three is still connected to the instability of one and two. Unlike four, which is a completely different and new level that is not connected at all to the previous one and two, which are not as stable. Like we see from a chair, a three-legged chair is not as stable as a four-legged chair. So this entire thing of Chazak, Chazak, Benis Chazak is really connected to the three weeks in which we find ourselves in. Because the entire process of Galus and the destruction of the base of Mikdash was in order to come and to reach the new and ultimate complete Geula. So there's two aspects of the base of Mikdash. Number one, there's an aspect, the revelation from above. Yes, it's unlimited and it's amazing. However, it cannot really bring an eternal change to the Tachtain because it's just shining from above. And this characterized the first base Hamikdash, which was built by Shlema HaMalach, which shows on the Avaidah of Tzadikim, it's like this unlimited light from above. The second aspect of Beis HaMikdash is the elevation of our lowly world. And although this Avaidah permeates the world and makes it a home for Hashem, it's limited because it's still in this world. It's in the finite of nature. So the potential for it to be eternal does not really exist. And this shows on the second Beis HaMikdash, which was built by Ezra and the people who came out of Galus, who returned to Yerushalayim. And this is connected to the Avayda of Baal Tshuva. And the Chiddush of the third Beis HaMikdash is that it's going to have this fusion of the two, which was, which is going to make it everlasting. And at times, this Geula is called the fourth Geula or the fifth Geula, if you count, like Galus Yavan, Paras, Madai, you know, all the Galias. It has different ways of being counted, showing on like, yes, it's the third, which is higher than one and two, but the fourth is even higher because it's not at all associated with any sort of difference. And the fifth level is like level of Paris, like the highest level is even above Seder Stashlas. So basically this Gula that we're going to have is going to be everlasting, completely above the limitations, and therefore it is able to connect these two opposites of Elyain and Tachtain. Saying Chazak three times hints to the third base Hamikdash, which comes about through uniting both of these Mileis, of the first and of the second, like we're uniting Parshais Matais and Masay. And this connection of these two Parshais happened in the fourth Aliyah, in Revi, right? In the Tyre when they're called, it happens in Revi, showing and we're finishing the fourth Sefer Parshas Bamidbar. So this shows on a level that is completely above number one and two, and that is why it has the ability to connect them both together. Yes, we said that three is powerful, but four is even more powerful. And not only that, by Mincha, we start reading the fifth Parsha, which shows that really because we're connecting this high level, we're able to unite these opposites of Elyon and Tachtain. And we're in the three weeks, which hints to the building of the third base of Mikdash. We're in the fourth month, if you count from Nisan, and we're going into the fifth month, of. So we see the number three, four, and five really, really connects to this week, to the Shabbos, and to the time that we're in, and the focus that we're trying to bring, the third base of Mikdash, which will last forever. We don't see this with anyone except for Arain, that the day of his passing is actually written in the Tarash of Echsav. 
in the fifth month on the first day, which is basically Rosh Chodesh of. And the fact that it says it's so straight out in the Torah, it must be showing us what his avoda of his life was. So when Aaron passed away, we know the entire nation wept, including the women and the children. Why? Because we know that he brought peace to everyone. And additionally, it says that when he passed away, the Kananim heard that Aaron passed away, and then they for sure knew that the Anani HaKavait were also taken. So let's see how this Avas Yisrael to everyone and the Anani HaKavait connect with Aaron. So unlike the Mun in honor of Misha and the water in honor of Miriam, those were given to the Yidin in measurements at specific times and to everyone individually. The Anani HaKavait, on the other hand, completely surrounded the Yidin as a whole from the outside. This emphasizes the Nekudah HaAchtas, the thing that connects everyone together, also, in connection with his Alvis to every single year, then bringing peace and Shalim, he was looking to bring out the Nekudah Ha'achtas, the point that connects everyone together, and that's how he brought peace. So Aaron was on such a high level that was totally above division, like we see from the Shalim he brought and from the Nani HaKavid that was in honor of him, that he was able to bring unity between different parts. And we see this from the name Aaron. Aaron, in the name, you have Hay and Resh, which stands for Har, which means a mountain. And mountains, usually in Tehran Chassidus, refers to love, to Ava. And the Aleph, before the mountain, is referring to the source of love. So Aaron had the source of love, which is Ava Rava, an incredible amount of love. Again, we see from his name Aaron, Aleph and He stand for Ava, which means love. The next letter is a Resh, right? Aharain. Resh stands for Raba, an incredible amount of love. And Aharain, the Langyernon, like we see, it's a line. It's referring to like Hamshacha, drawing down this love to all Yidin equally, even someone who's quote unquote under the lines. Like we see from the Langyernon, it goes under the line. How was he able to do this? Bring peace. Because he was completely on a level that was above division, he was able to unite all different parts together. And talking about Aaron, one of the fundamental parts of a Kain is to do a special mitzvah, Birchas Kainim here in Eretz Israel, they do it like every day or every Shabbos. Um, and in this bracha, we have both the bracha part and the tefillah, the request part. So the bracha is referring to the level that we, you know, bracha is like I'm shach, I'm drawing down from above to below. And tefillah is a level of below to above. We're working from below to reach Hashem, above. How do we connect the two? From the source of birchas kainim. The source of birchas kainim is on such a high level that is completely above these two levels. Therefore, it has the ability to connect this bracha and feel apart. And Aaron was 123 years old when he passed away. That's three more years than Misha, hinting to his avida of being able to connect two opposites because of level three, because of that level that was above the differences. So now we have the answer why it says in the Torah so explicitly the day of Aaron's passing. Because Bachaydash HaChamishi, on the fifth month, now we know this Number five represents an extremely high level that is completely above Seder Shtashlus. It's a level that completely transcends all divisions. And Be'echad Lachaydish is number one, is connected to the level of Achtos that's completely above division. 
And that was the work of Aaron's life. He dedicated himself to expressing this fundamental unity which exists amongst Yidin, and that's why the date of his passing showed on this level that's completely above division. That was how he was able to connect things that seemingly were opposites. So the practical hira'a and takeaway from the Sikha there was says it's clear. We have to be like the students of Aryan. It's not an option. It's a command. Mitalmidav is written in plural. Not just you or someone special that you can tell, oh, they will do it. No, no, no. We have to make it the new trend. We're all being like the students of Aryan. What were they? Ayev Shalim, the right Ayev Shalim, Ayev Latera. They loved peace. They looked for ways to bring peace between another. And we're in the three weeks now. We're demanding for Mashiach. We're adding in Avas Yisrael, not because the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed with Sinas Chinam, so we're having Avas Yisrael. That's step one. But step two is having Avas Yisrael is already living in the space of Gula. We're starting to accustom ourselves to breathe in. Geula ear. And the Rebbe emphasizes and finishes the Sikha by saying the importance of making Siyumim in the nine days. Not just like, you know, chaplab a little bit in the corner. No, but Raiv Am Hadras Beautifully it should be done. And even small children should attend these Siyumim. And it's similar to the Siyums that we make before Pesach. Before Pesach, we're preparing for the Geula of Pesach. And we bring small children there as well. However, the nine days we're preparing for the Third base on Mikdash for the ultimate Geula and Viratzai made a third base on Mikdash be rebuilt and we will finally see Maisha and Aharain, right? We've been speaking about this entire Sicha with all the Rebbeim together learning the Terah Hadasha in a way that they can actually see what we're learning and maybe today, Amen. So to summarize it all together is like this. We're in Shabbos Chazak. We're finishing Sefer Revi. We're building the base Hamikdash by adding an Avas Yisrael because that is already a taste of Geula. And having Shalim and peace. And how do we do it? By connecting to a level that is completely above the divisions. Let's look at each other for our essence and realize there's levels that are completely above what we see. And when we tap into that, we're able to love each other, bring peace, and bring Mashiach now. Thank you for tuning in to Aleph All Over. Through our efforts of living Gula, may we merit to welcome in Mashiach right now.